Welcome to the North Shore Nine postgame show. Pirates lose yet again, eight to four. We've got swept by the Giants. Still have two wins in the entire month of July. I'm Neil. I'm here with Doug. Doug, how are you doing? Good. Uh, toward the end of last night's show, I think Connor mentioned that uh, this show was sort of like a therapy group or a support group. So maybe it's a twelve-step group. So in the spirit of that, my name is Doug. I'm a Pirates fan. So, you know, Hi, Doug. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, uh, not a lot to, to, you know, to offer up today. Um, no. Pirate, the, the Pirates pirated. And uh, what you should do is probably just click off us and go watch the interview we did with uh, Paul Skeen's coach. Uh, yeah. The, uh, the Big Three. The Big Three did a great interview on the North Shore Nine the other night. And, uh, you know, a lot more hopeful than this yeah. post game show is it's I mean, going and, to like, we were talking about it. Like before we went live is like, I, I don't have anything to add. Like there is nothing new about this team. It is how, still, how many times can you say they can't hit? <laughs> yeah. We score our runs with sacrifice flies and, and uh, infield singles that shouldn't have been infield singles. Cause you know, you know, mm-hmm. the, their guy throws to first when or you know, throws the second when he should have thrown to first. I mean, it's just, it's awful. I mean, like, yeah. and like, I guess one thing I'll add is that, like, this is something the Pirates have been terrible at for years. But, like, where's the power in this team? Yeah. Where's the person who's going to go get you a home run? Right now you have one maybe in Jack Suwinski. Right. The rest and, of these guys don't hit for power. And, and, sometimes, and, and, and this is a league where, like, you need power. You need – Right. It, it's a game based hitters. on home runs now. It, it's a game, yes. you know, predicated on having home run hitters. And – uh, I mean, Blake Sable has 10 home runs mm-hmm. for, for the Giants, right? It, uh, he, that put him second on, on the Pirates, right? Yeah. Uh, we've, got a, we've got a couple guys with nine. No, I, I guess Kutch has got 10. Uh, but, yeah, um, but, you know, you, you look at the other teams and they have guys, you know, they have six or seven guys with double-digit home runs. Yeah, um, and, like, and, home, home runs are what get, get win you games – that you don't necessarily deserve to win, right? Because well, that, like, because you can like fall into runs with a home run, and like and, and like in a close game like today, like if there was like even one home run there, yeah, like in the eighth, seventh, or ninth innings, like this is a Pirates win, and we're we're actually kind of yeah. happy. But what, what the, in the second inning, right? We, I mean, yes. we're, we 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 put guys on base, and, and and I mean, this whole series has has been indicative of that, right? Mm-hmm. Had we had we score Friday night. Walk, walk, sacrifice, fly, you know, single walk, you know, one home run in that. And we, we win that game, but no, yeah. that's, you know, and, and it's also seems to be our philosophy. Triolo came up with the bases loaded and he was looking to get a run in. He wasn't looking to do damage. And I know he's not a power hitter. I know, but mm-hmm. I mean, there's, could he be trying to hit a double to the gap, right? <laughs> Maybe clear the bases that way. Do we, do we have to always be trying to, 
you know, oh, that was good at bad. He, you know, he got that sacrifice fly. He hit it just deep enough. Yeah. Could it be a better at bat where he, you know, he rips a double and two runs score, three runs maybe? It, well, just, it it's always interesting when you're talking about this team because like I think everyone kind of expected going into the bases loaded, no outs to score zero runs. Yeah. And so everyone kind of took one run as a victory, but there was no hit. It was a sacrifice right. fly. Like it, it right. was like the offense has been terrible for a very, very long time. And sure, you can point to injuries, but just because you're missing O'Neill Cruz. This team should not be hitting worse than the 2022 Pirates. Right. Well, I think we and need they to, are. We, we need to sort of get over the, oh, we're missing O'Neill Cruz. O'Neill Cruz was not a, a 10 war player, right? Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he hit what, 233? Uh, uh, you know, his, he, you know, he was not on pace to be some sort of uh, dominant all star player. Yes, we were expecting him to take a step forward this year, but there's no guarantee of that. I, I'm not he, sure that O'Neill Cruz. He, he, he was on pace to be like a four-war player last year. Like he was right. on pace for 30 home runs, like 100 yeah. RBI. Like it's like yeah. you can't. And so like when we talk about a lack of power, we are missing our best power bat. But at Absolutely. the same time, you can't just depend on one guy. He's not a cure-all, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, it, it, it's you know, it, and and that's I mean that's the bigger problem. The mm-hmm. bigger problem is is all right. We can get Andy up here, and he can do some stuff, and Cruz can come back. I I, I don't know if that's enough. I mean, Brian Reynolds needs to go back to being 2021 Brian Reynolds. He is not a dynamic bat right now. He is a he's a nice player, um, you know. That on his product based on his production this year, on most times he'd be batting sixth or seventh, and would not be counting on to be you know mm-hmm. big gun. Um, you know, well, it, it, it's just interesting because like you look through this lineup, and so I'll, I'll go through the lineup today. Whether I would roster them, I would roster Connor Joe. Yes. As like a platoon bat, I would yeah. roster Brian Reynolds. He's a really good player. Absolutely. I would roster McCutcheon. I would even roster Carlos Santana. Josh Palacios needs to be sent down. He's just not Emily ready. Henry Davis is great. Um, you know, still struggling. Justin's a rookie. I like Jared Triolo as like a role player, not as a starter. Yeah. Marcano is out of his depth. Gonzalez looks out of his depth. Yes. And Jason Delay has no business being on the roster. So like you've assembled like a bunch of like nice role players but there's no star power no there, there's not <laughs> right there, there's nobody you know again it, we don't have any dynamic bats in the lineup right now mm. um there are some that have that potential right suwinski could be obviously Ren- reynolds can be obviously it looks like henry davis can be and he seems to you know he had scuffled there for a little bit he's been pretty good this series but man, I, I yeah. mean, whew, it's just no. I mean, like even like you know when you get good days, like Reynolds had a good day, McCutcheon scored twice, Henry Davis had a good game, I, even Jared Triolo had a good game. Like man. when you get that production, like you should win that game, right? It, but it, those it, are the only three players who showed right. up today. Yeah, and and like, that's it. You when you especially when you don't have power, when, mm-hmm. when when you don't have home run hitters, you need to string hits together. Mm-hmm. not sacrifice flies you need to string hits together not you know not productive outs you need hits you uh, okay so we don't have the big bopper can we get some you know again can somebody lace the ball into the gap uh, and mm-hmm. and our organizational approach doesn't seem i mean we well, look like we've taken the right fielder from every little league team uh, the kid that just would stand there and just not swing the bat because he was afraid. And, but mm-hmm. you know, he still got walked a lot because you know, little league pitchers aren't that great. That's what it looks like. Our approach is, Hey, just 
hopefully, hopefully you can get on base. Um, you know? yeah. Well, I mean, so here's, here's the thing. If I would honestly be okay with like the hitting philosophy for like waiting for your pitch, if it was resulting in home runs and hard hit balls, but it's not like we got seven wait, um, right. before extra innings. We had seven hard hit balls all game before extra innings. And then they put in their garbage reliever. Yeah, like, then, like, yeah. like we, like, so like, not only are you striking out too much, you're not actually hitting the ball. Well, and we're seeing is like Marcano can't, he's not striking out necessarily, but he, it's a weak ball every time. Right. Um, Gonzalez strikes out and like, he's been hitting the ball weak. Jason delay can't hit the ball hard. Palacios can't hit the ball hard. Like when you look up and down this roster, it's just no one. No, no, no hitters are going to be this good. And like you, it, it, the, they were scoring more runs when Wilmer Defoe was starting at second base. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a problem. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, like I said, and the problem is now is that we have some of the guys up, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh man, we've got, uh, you know, Henry Davis is up here. You know, it's like, what's, you know, you know, maybe this week, maybe this week we bring up uh, Andy and then it's like, there's nothing else other than waiting for Cruz to come back. Uh, I mean, Aguero maybe. Yeah. 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 But yeah, you're right. Aguero could hopefully, uh, but we seem rather reluctant to bring him up for some reason. I, I'm not sure why at this I'm point. Not gonna, I'm not going to get too in, like, into Aguero. I think yeah. that like, you know, he, he just hasn't been too consistent his entire time in the pro scene that like, I'm okay with him, the marinating and making sure that he's putting together consistent at best. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not screaming for him. Um, so you know, this is he's he's on a nice hot streak right now. Yeah, and and maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to try to take advantage of that, see if it would translate. But mm-hmm. right, right, like I said, the only the the only two things to do here are, are bring up Andy and get Cruz healthy. Yeah, and then you know let's just get him at bats. I mean, Cruz needs at bats. Um, yeah, I know. I've heard people say stuff about shutting him down. If he's healthy to play, if he's 100 percent healthy. He needs to play because he needs at bats. Um, you know, it would be nice to see sort of a lineup that went Kutch, Reynolds, Cruz, Davis, or something along those lines, um, just to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just to see like, all right, there's four guys who can all, you know, I mean, again, Kutch gets on base so well, and and the other three obviously all project to be above average hitters. If we could maybe get a little something going, so mm-hmm. we, we're not a team that loses three out of four. Uh, all the time at home. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like in all those games were winnable, like a, a, yeah. a better, a, a slightly better team sweeps the giants this series. Yeah. yeah. Um, but and we're we not had, a good team. We, we, had we haven't chances. been, a, we, we haven't been a good team for two and a half months. You you, you can't. Right. And uh, if and we I get think, a great starting outing, the bullpen can't, or the, and the, and the offense. it's, it's two out of three, two out of three things yeah. fail every game, either the uh, offense and consistently the offense. But yeah, if we mm-hmm. get good starting pitching, you know, Holderman can't can't hold a lead, and the offense can't give you two runs, and, and you're just like, well, that was yeah. I mean, enough. let's put it this way: like when you have two games, so last night, Oviedo probably has the best start of his career, right. seven seven innings, one run, ten strikeouts, like incredible stuff. And when right. you have when you remove Osvaldo Beto after two and two thirds, and he's given up three earned runs, and then the bullpen comes in and gives you six shutout innings, right? Bullpen you have to win Domo. that game. Like, yeah, it, yeah you're right. The bullpen was incredible today. Like, yeah. and it wasn't anyone great. Like, we went Barucky, Bolton, and Perdomo. Right. When those three they guys slam the you. door. <laughs> right. Yeah. When those three guys throw up zeros, 
you have to win that game, right? Yeah. You have to to validate that some sort of way. Um, and you know, Delo Santos, I still, if he comes in and with you know clean circumstance or something, he's fine. But I'm telling you, anytime it's a, a, a high leverage situation, and this is going back to last year, he does not seem. You know, he does not seem ready for these tougher situations at this point. Yeah. He, he looks good, but ugh. it's so weird because like, and it's almost one of those moments where we wish Beto wasn't starting the game because right. Beto had a really good, pretty good first two innings. Like, yeah. Like, oh, second like, innings. Like, right. like you, you can <laughs> see like someone who can come in for an inning and get you three outs. He should not be starting the game though. No. And so like, when you have to go to Yeri De Los Santos because your offense is so bad that you burn Holderman and Bednar in a tie game, I mean, what else is Shelton supposed to do? Because if he right. doesn't do that, he's going to get yelled at for not going to his best guys in a tie game. Like, so like he, it's like, so yeah, he, he doesn't stand a chance. I mean, I, I know yeah, people like, run him out of town, but so I like, mean, why, but you're, I mean, that was the worst I've seen Yeri probably in his career, which was yeah. just fitting. It really yeah, was just fitting. Like that was like to give up five runs in the yeah. five five runs in the inning. Like you know, typical. Yeah. But like, we can't be going to guys like that in tie games. Yeah. And that's that's not that's only on one person. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, someone mentioned uh, it was Connor again yesterday. He tweeted out, uh, you know, we don't want to overuse uh, Bednar. And I, and I, I, you know, I agree with that in, in theory. But it's like we don't have save opportunities. I don't think mm. there's a whole, whole lot of danger of having to yeah. bring him in two to three games in a row. So, you know, if you have to bring him in in the eighth, it's fine, but you're right. When, when we're having to use our best bullpen guys in, in tie games at home, right. That it just, you know, it's a bad, bad circumstance. Um, mm. This roster, uh, God did. I don't know if you heard the interview with Sherrington and he said, uh, we're, we're yeah. not satisfied at this point. Uh, so I was glad to hear that, that we're not satisfied with uh, a yeah. hundred game loss pace. Um, That's good to hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, so like, I mean, I would just say like in, t- in terms of this comment, like I think both last night and tonight were pretty similar games. Like the pitching was there. Like, you know, you take the pitching for what you get from that, but then you have to win the game with your offense. And like, even last night, the bullpen didn't blow it. The defense blew it. Right, like Bednar just got horribly unlucky when they scored those two runs last night. Yeah, um, and then today, you know, Bednar shuts the door, Holderman shuts the door. You get two shutout innings from Angel Perdomo, and it, it boggles my mind. Like right. it, the, the, the offense should not be this bad, and it doesn't help too. Like you know, you have like a like a twenty seven year old AAA guy who shouldn't be starting games, and what do you do? You put Henry Davis in right field where he's never played. Right before the Pro Bowl, you give starts to Jason Delay, who's been terrible. Terrible. Who has no future on this team? No, he has no future in baseball. And <laughs> in, instead of giving this time to your rookie number one overall pick, when you already roster five outfielders, okay. we have five outfielders on the roster. And we are playing Henry Davis in right field every day. Well, and I someone to, make I, it make it make sense to me. <laughs> I, you know, I point to Blake Sable. Blake Sable is not a polished catcher, but San Francisco will mm-hmm. let him learn at the major league level. I, I get, I agree. Henry Davis is is not ready. He, you know, he's not. He can't frame pitches as well as Austin Hedges. Or uh, he's got work to do. But this entire team has work to do. 
this team is not contending this year. There, there's no, we're not fighting, clawing our way back into the division or anything like that. Um, I would assume, because it seems like they still believe Henry Davis is a catcher, mm-hmm. right? Because if they didn't, they would have put him in right field in day one in double in A AA and triple A this year and mm-hmm. let him play, you know, or, or would have started him at triple A as a right fielder and let him start working on honing that skill. But, but no, they, they were, were catching him. And, you know, not, I don't think many of us believe that he wouldn't be catching up here. We, you know, we just thought, you know, this is service, you know, time manipulation crap mm-hmm. and that he's going to come up here and he's going to catch three times a week or whatever. And no, so they really believe he can't catch. Well, this is the place. This is the time. We might as well start teaching him. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, and like, and like, I know he's mistimed for injuring the minors, but like, you know, and if you're, if you're dead set on keeping Austin Hedges around because of the mentorship and the fact that he can help Davis, why aren't we letting him catch and yeah. mentor? Like, you know, you don't have to start him at catcher every day. No, I, you, you, I, if you need to keep hedges around and start him three times a week, you can do that. Like, I honestly like would not be like so up in arms about Austin Hedges if he was the backup to oh, Henry I would, Davis. I would like, love having him on this team as a backup. But, I do. I, I but again, he's <laughs> got a lot of a lot to offer. But yeah, uh, twenty five at bats a week is not one of the things he should be offering. Yeah, and so like. It's this horrible roster management. And I know people will blame the manager. People will blame Ben Sherrington. At this point, I don't care who it is. Like, if it is Derek Shelton, then Derek Shelton needs to go. And he needs to be playing Davis. Because, like, I know Ben Sherrington said this morning that it's on management to decide when Davis catches. I don't believe that. But if that is the case, then what does Derek Shelton do? And if Ben Sherrington sees... Davis is a catcher, then he should be on the phone every morning with Derek Shelton saying, Hey, why isn't my guy catching? Well, well then right. <laughs> if that is then Shelton should be fired. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. Because let, I mean, that's my biggest thing with all the uh, crap that Shelton gets is I, I don't think he has, I don't think he gets to make very many decisions. I don't think so either. I, I, I think the majority of the decisions lineup usage, everything are, are decided by the front office. Mm-hmm. And that Derek Shelton is a great company man, and he sits there and he takes the crap that comes with it, mm-hmm. and, and and that's it. And there is no way that Ben Sherrington believes that Davis should be catching, and it's only Shelton's stubbornness that he's not. There, there's yeah. just that's there's not no, how. Yeah, <laughs> it's two possibilities. First, that's not how major league teams are run, or right. if this is how the Pirates are run, right. that's a problem. That's right. a big problem because <laughs> then ben, because Ben doesn't doesn't care about right. the development of his right. number one. Now, like, <laughs> I think if that's the case, Shelton should be fired today. Yeah. Right. Right. If he if he is refusing to play a, a player in a position that the general manager believes he should be playing, mm-hmm. then he should be fired. This is Art Howe and Moneyball, right? Just, and, and, and like as, as like probably like the big one of the biggest Derek Shelton defenders, if that's true. Right. He has no business being here, and he's yeah, that, way out. That's of his me. I, I've got no problem because <laughs> one thing for sure is the players like Shelton. Maybe they yeah. like him because he doesn't hold them to any sort of standard, but whatever they like him and respond to him. Yeah. They, you know, they all seem to, to rally around him. And, and that's the thing that gives me, you know, the greatest hope for him. Because again, I think most decisions come from Charrington. Yeah. Um, I, I do too. And, and like, I mean, yeah. so, but like you said, if, if that's not the case, then he, he, he's got to go. And, you know, you can just, he can hire you and put you in because again, it's, you don't have a lot of decisions to make. I don't think the manager on this team has yeah. a lot of decisions to make. 
Um, I mean, like, I, I definitely believe like everything in games. Like, if you truly believe Derek Shelton's bullpen management is bad, that is entirely on him because he gets to make all the decisions in game. But when it comes to like where people bat, where right. people get to play every day, like, I don't think that's all on him. Yeah, and, I don't think it's much on him. Right? Like, you know, I know he gets to say, but like, yeah. I I feel like Derek Shelton's been in the business too long to seriously sit there and say, yes, we should, but we should pit, put Henry Davis at right field every day. Yeah. I think for my yeah. own sanity, I have to believe that because yeah, the alternative, right. the alternative is that means he's been a walking corpse in baseball for the past 20 years. <laughs> right. I mean, it just, it doesn't ring true at all. Right. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. And, and then, right. When it comes to the in game decisions, he doesn't have great options. So um, I, I no. don't say I give him a complete pass, but like, again, if, if he managed the bullpen, brilliantly today right until mm-hmm. again de los santos who's got had an 099 era or something in or you know mm-hmm. or no an 066 era with a uh, batting average against of like 098 so yeah. that was not the wrong guy to call call no him, right like, <laughs> the managers but like i think i mentioned it because like roster construction because i saw a lot of people getting mad that Derek shelton didn't pinch hit um jason delay, delay right which i mean which fair but it was a lefty in and the roster is constructed so badly that on his bench, all he had were two lefties. One was G-Man Choi, and the other was uh, Josh Palacios. Who is it? Suwinski. Sorry, Suwinski. You have two lefties going up against the lefty. Both Choi and Suwinski are useless, and we only have what three middle infielders on the roster and zero natural shortstops. Like. The roster is constructed so badly. I don't know what Derek Shelton's supposed to do. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. He, his options are not great. You know, he can't. He's not looking down and saying, "Oh, great, I've got Bobby Bonilla on the bench." No, he, it's not what's happening. It's like, oh, you know, which which you know guy that's on a O for seven stretch with six strikeouts do I put in now? You know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and like you know, you know, you don't start G-Man Choi and Jack Suwinski because lefty, and I think that's going to be a problem because recently Suwinski and Shoy have just been some of the better hitters. Right. And I thought it was so funny when they took Alex Wood out. Uh, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you realize you're going against the pirates, right? Like he's, yeah, like, he's going to be fine. He's got three more innings. Gabe <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kapler is the sweatiest yeah. manager in baseball. So it doesn't surprise me. No, um, no, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, and but I mean we can talk about roster management, but ultimately the offense isn't good enough, and it hasn't been good enough for two months. And I think Mackie put out yesterday that we have scored the least amount of runs in baseball since May first. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, and yeah, and, and to me, like I said, it just it looks like a bunch of passive, passive guys looking to get a walk. Um, mm-hmm. Right. I mean, because I get it. I, you know, again, I agree with looking for your pitch, waiting for your pitch, that sort of thing. But occasionally, for example, bases loaded and nobody out, you might need to to to, to, to expand your zone just a little. You, you get to look to do some damage um, and keep the, uh, you know, I mean, I know. And the guys were the pitcher was a little wild, whatever was put. But it just seems like nobody is up there. You know, maybe except Henry Davis and Santana seem the only ones that seem to come mm-hmm. up and just, you know, try to murder the ball. And uh, I guess my thing is that there's a reason the Brewers went, moved on from Andy Haynes. Right. Like, it, they, yeah. he is known when we hired him as the guy who ruined Christian Yelich. Right. right. And 
you would think after two years in the organization, because this is the second year, you would try something different because, because, because we have tried this approach for the past two years. It doesn't work. No, it, it, Pitchers are too good right. to let, and it, all they have to, because all they have to do is like pepper the zone with a couple strikes to start off because the pirates aren't going to swing at that. And you're already down one, two, Oh, two. And it opens up a world of possibilities for the pitcher. And so, I mean, I, I, this offense, the players on this offense are not as bad as the runs show. No, no you no, actually no. have I mean, a collective of like a majority of the players. Unlike the last couple of years, the majority of players on that bench and in that rotation belong on a major league roster somewhere. Right. No, right. That's, I mean, I said, that's the, the scary part about this. This is not Van meter. And, uh, uh, yeah. Who was the uh, Japanese first? Oh, Yoshi, Yoshi. 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 Yeah. This, this is not Van meter and Yoshi and us screaming. Why are they there? It, it's, I, I mean, has Andy Haynes, Christian Yelich, Brian Reynolds? I mean, that's what I'm. You know, it's like, wait mm. a minute, Brian Reynolds now just seems to, to, to sit there with the bat on his shoulder, and, and I, I don't know. I mean, he may have uh, some, you know, back issues still lingering or whatever, but yeah. man, he just does not look as aggressive as he once did, and and, and that's a problem. And I would say, like, because like a lot of people say, like, it's not on Andy Haynes, it's on the players. Well, the Padres this year hired Scott Coolbaugh from the Tigers, who is one of the worst hitting coaches in baseball. Like, he told everyone to like swing flat and hit the ball into the ground at the Tigers organization. And the Padres offense hasn't been good this year. Like, right. hitting coaches and hitting philosophies matter a lot. They, oh, they sure and do. So, and so, especially, and I think one valid criticism of Shelton is that he was a legal, a lifelong hitting coach, right? You know, I don't know if you guys remember seeing him in the commercial with the um the swing like the swinging stick, um, but like he was a hitting coach for the longest time, and so if he can't see what's wrong, that is a huge indictment on him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just like I said, I don't see how anyone can can watch a Pirates game and say they just look, just I mean, they just look like they're waiting, waiting, waiting. You know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and not attacking. And, and like I said, you know, they uh, Triolo, they were talking about him. He's got a nine game hitting streak now. And he's like, Oh, I, you know, he's I'm being more aggressive. And, and it's like, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe we should share that information with everybody else. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, it's really frustrating. Um, I guess I, I don't like Cherry the one... never, he's, he has yet to fire any of the people that he's hired. I, I don't like the one size fits all approach because this kind of approach does actually work for people. Like it works for Andrew McCutcheon, like Andrew McCutcheon, I think has actually benefited from this style because he's always had a good eye and because he's old enough and smart enough to know when to swing and when not to swing. Right. But for guys like Reynolds and Davis and Triolo and Castro and, what, and so on, and Cruz, like, I mean, I could actually see it benefiting Cruz because when he came up, he was a bit of a free swinger. Um, but it's more like you got to be flexible. Like it, it, the same approach isn't going to work for everyone, and everyone takes the exact it, same approach. It doesn't work in any kind. It doesn't work in management style. You can't. You you have to yell at some guys, and you need to hug others, right? Yeah. 
you can't do you can't treat everybody the same in, in everything it just can't be done you have to this i always go to the bill belichick philosophy he, he looks he doesn't care about what people can't do he focuses on what they can do and he puts mm-hmm. them in that position to succeed i'm going to ask you to do what you do well right and and that's what i think you need to do with hitters like all right you may oh. hit this pitch you may do, your approach which is crazy because I feel like the first month of the year when we were winning games and look great is we were putting people in positions to succeed. Oh, we were platooning them with the right players and like making sure they faced the right handed pitching and they played in position. And like, you could really tell that there was an effort to like work cohesively. And that kind of feels like it's gone by the wayside. Remember we were playing small ball. Remember that? Yeah, right? yeah I do. We yeah. were, it, you know, it, that seemed so long ago, but we were like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, now, couple things. Connor Joe was hitting 400. Rodolfo yeah. Castro was killing left-handed pitchers. Uh, you know, but that's because they were only hitting against left-handed right, right. pitchers. Like, yeah. so, again, they were in positions to succeed, right. succeed. And I think injuries have kind of taken that toll where like they're forced into everyday starting roles. But at the same time, it just feels like that careful attention has been kind of stripped away from the team. And it's just a bunch of guys going through the motions now. Yeah, uh, this team looks like it's got. I mean, again, especially at the plate, playing defense as well. They they have. It just, I, it's just. You're right. Going through the motions, it it, it feels like that. This is the September of a, a hundred loss season. I mean, it's yeah. just like, hey man, let's get this over mm-hmm. and you know start it again next year. Hopefully we can. But man, it's just. It's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. Uh, it's a frustrating again. And right. We don't, this, this isn't guys that are just holding places for the most part. These are guys we're counting on, you know, the, yeah. you know, this is Brian Reynolds and Henry Davis. And I mean, I, you know, I have not counting a lot on Nick Gonzalez at this point, but uh, it's just, man, I mean, it's, like you said, there's a lot of these guys that, we would roster on a major league team. And there's a lot of these guys that'll be on next year's roster. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and we've got to get this figured out. Um, and, and I would think the first step would be to get rid of the hitting coach, but uh, Ben I mean, Sherrington I, I, has yet I, to change. I, I, I would, I would, cl- I would clear this, the coaching staff out. And if, yeah. if that meant Shelton to go for it, because you might have to, I, I think Marin is cooked too. Yeah. Um, but I think we've gone on for a long. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Pirates. Too much about the game. Henry Davis looked good. Bull, yeah. Bullpen mostly looked good. I, I, we, we touched on the game. Like we talked about the issues with the game. <laughs> right, but we, right. You know, yeah. but um, you know, Pirates get swept. 0-3 out of the break. Two and ten in the month of June. In the month of July. Okay. And now we have three games at home versus the Guardians. Right. Quinn Priesters. Quinn Priester debuts tomorrow against a a very favorable opponent. The Guardians' offense isn't very good. So, all they got to do is score two. All they have to do is score two. We will will all be on the post game tomorrow (laughs) yelling about how Quinn Priester got a quality start and the Pirates scored one run and we lost three to one. Yeah, there it is. But. Thank you all for joining us yeah. and have a good day. Yeah, guys, take it easy. Man, go watch go. the, uh, go watch the North shore nine uh, interview with, uh, I think it's Jay Johnson, the Paul Skeens coach. Yeah. That you'll feel better. <laughs> all right. Have a good one guys. Thank you all. Thank you. For-
Oh. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks. Thank <laughs> you.